Hey, yo, let's go. Welcome back to another episode of Weavecast with your fearless leader, C-Dub. This is episode six. What manual do you want? <laughs> can I, I, like, you know, what more do you, what more can you want? You know, but the more in this case is manual. So what manual? Yeah, okay. Yes, I had to explain it. I thought it was funny. It's going to be the title of the episode if you can't already see the title as you listen to this. I'm keeping it. I'm not changing it. <laughs> That's what C Dub wants us, and that's what C Dub's gonna get. All right. So, but um, let, let's just um, I want to get into a lot of things today, but I want to start off with something specific today. And at the end of the day, I'm just you know I'm just a normal working man, big fan of anime. I like to talk about it on a weekly basis. I like to connect to people with people on Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, on various uh, social media sites, and and be able to talk about things I like and love about sports, um, anime, manga literature poetry and things of that nature and writing in general you know and I, I i like to think of myself as a simple person um and i don't hold too much i don't hold not even i can't i was gonna say i don't hold too much power. i don't hold very much power right certainly not a, not a lot of power you know not a, not a compared to the power that a person named senator griff senator sterling griff Yes, if you, and if if you hear that name and that's invokes some type of emotion or some kind of thought, then you know exactly where where I'm going to get into on this cold opening of Weebcast, guys. Still, Griff, I know you're not. I know you're not listening to this, so this is useless. But I feel like if I don't say this, I I don't know where else I'm going to say. I got to get it off my chest, uh, Senator Griff. Um, if you guys don't know, Sterling Griff, Senator Sterling Griff, is one of the uh, senators um, in Australia's. Um, government body, one of two Australians, uh, one of two senators for his party, um, the center party, the center alliance, I'm sorry. And they also hold a seat in on the representatives, but I'm not perfect, but nor am I, I'm not dumb and I'm not ignorant. And Senator Graf, I think I like to think of you as someone who's not dumb nor ignorant certainly not perfect but you were personally you may not be any you may not be those two things dumb or ignorant but some of the statements you've made and some of the things that you might set in motion are dumb and ignorant let me explain i i didn't check what kind of social media social media presence you have other than the think the twitter um, just because I really don't care about it. Um, but I'll let you know one thing. Uh, I know, I know whether you're getting berated on Twitter or in person. I'm sure there are a lot of people with a lot of, ma- with, a uh, cartoon ish, um, icons on their Twitter account, probably adding you, mentioning you, DMing you, perhaps interacting with some, maybe your friends or family or whatever, maybe whatever the case may be and insulting you. Or even, you know, harassing you to the point of, you know, um, and almost borderline bo- bullying you. Um, look, I'm no, I will not speak for them. They, there are, in some cases, adults. I'd like to, I'd like to think, but I will say this. I know that you don't want to ban anime. At least, certainly, I hope that's not what your intentions are. But you must realize that when you say those things that you said on the on that Senate floor about a week ago, 
did certainly sound like that. And trust me, I know how it's unfair. People will, will try to critically challenge you on this, throw insults at you and being mean to you with these baseless arguments. But I will say this for sure, though, Senator Griff. <laughs> I am not one of those people. I will not assault you. My arguments aren't baseless. And I'm not coming for you. I'm not coming at you on Twitter. I'm coming at you right in the form of this podcast on the Weebcast podcast, the favorite, the number one anime and manga show. Trust me. Senator Griff, like I said before, me and you do have some things in common. See, we don't have a lot of power or a lot of swing in what we can do. You know what I'm saying? I may recommend an anime or two. I may critically badmouth uh, one anime or manga, you know, tell people maybe to stay away from it or or or, or the on the opposite side of the coin, maybe to tell them to go check it out. There's no there's no telling that they actually will do that. And like as for yourself with the center with your with your center alliance and the three seats that they hold, you guys too don't hold too much power. Or neither too much, you know. Guys don't really curry that much favor. In you guys' own country. But we can talk about that a little bit later. Because the only difference between me and yourself, Senator Griff, is that I'd like to think that I'm, uh, what's the word? More likable. See, let me explain why. When I talk about anime and manga, I like to give it perspective, I like to provide perspective. I like to talk about where I'm coming from when I'm reading and watching a certain work. I like to bring up other people's um, perspective on a certain work, on a genre, a character, a moment, and critique it from there. And then I like to contextualize it. I'm not only contextualize it in its in its own fictional universe, but in our world. How does this work? What does this work do, into effect of inspiring others, or or how maybe does the exact opposite? <laughs> you know. It's the latter part that you didn't really do. Um, you and your research team, what little research you guys did. You guys did, you failed to contextualize. See, I could do the same. What you did to some of the works that you brought up, the four works, and what you may have your misconceptions on anime and manga. I can easily be done for almost anything. You, I mean, is it fair for me to criticize the country of Australia for supporting and writing policies to keep non-Anglo-Saxon folks out of their country? Is, you know, having a senator to promote and speak at Islamophobic, Islamophobic and ultra-nationalist such as Reclaim Australia? Does that tell me that Australia isn't really welcoming to folks like me, which I am African-American? I mean, I'll be as black as spades, but I'm black. Black and proud, man. What kind of treatment did I expect if I went over there to Australia? Am I going to expect that my religion, my political views, the color of my skin doesn't jive with some of the some of you guys' policies or thinkings and ideologies? What are your thoughts about the, uh, your parliament senator, Pauline Hanson? It's the one party um, 
It's the One Nation party that she's a part of. Am I correct? You okay with her creating a dangerous segment for folks that look different from herself and yourself? Is that so much? Is that, I mean, well, Sandra, I'm sorry. It looks like you're more focusing on 12 episodes of an anime that you've most certainly did not watch. Neither did the people who provided the research for you to talk about that anime. <laughs> Look, <laughs> I know you guys have you probably got, got a lot of work to do. And being a senator probably is not an easy job. <laughs> being public, speaking, trying to, you know, represent the values that you want to, you know, from your from the people that you guys are supposed to represent. I get it. It's, it's, oh, it's tough. It's tough. But there's just one thing that you just you were you failed to do. And like I said, you failed to contextualize anime and manga. The best thing that you did best thing that you did was on that floor senator was just reviewing anime frankly not a lot of people like Iro Manga Sensei the manga that the uh, or the anime that you referenced so heavily on your among three other works also including No Game No Life Iro Manga Sensei is an anime that trust me isn't very popular not only is it not popular, but it's also looked down upon. For good reason. Some of the reasons that you've actually stated. But, and, and you know what? And you, I mean, do you know why? Senator Griff, let me tell you why. Anime, Japanese animation, Japanese comics known as manga, are not written for you. It's not written for myself. And it's not written for the people that you had do your quote-unquote research. Anime and manga. Which people fail to realize this. Trust me, you're not the only one, Senator Griff. But Japanese animation and Japanese comics known as manga are made for the Japanese people by the Japanese people. They are made to, to be read by Japanese people. Because they they would be the most ones keen to know about some of the the cultural, the societal things in those in those works that can only connect to them. In the case of Iromaga Sensei, Senator Griff, man, it's not a it's not a good show for me. I don't like it. I can't connect to it on any other on any level. Mainly because I'm probably an American on the... I'm a black man on the East Coast of the United States of America. <laughs> and you're an Anglo-Saxon in, Aust- in, in South Australia. Reviewing a shitty... Shitty, etchy manga and anime. Known as Iro Manga Sensei. <laughs> That's all you really did, Senator Griff. You just, t- you just reminded everybody in the anime world. Man, that's why we really don't like that. But... It was not made for you or I. I just want you. To, I just want you to understand that. And there's no way. There's no way you should judge that one work on the on the industry as a whole. I get it. It's it's your. You want to do something good for the country. Speaking of the good things about the country, is silencing journalists that talk negatively or criticize Jap, uh, Chinese businessmen. Is that is that is that healthy for the country? 
let me know because I, I mean I you guys's laws should be I thought you guys were fairly democratic if not fairly or just fair I didn't I wouldn't think that a country as as, as lustrous as Australia would have to censor and threaten journalists with lawsuits I mean, do journalists in Melbourne have to be so afraid of getting sued for almost $200,000? $280,000, we're talking about Australian coin, I'm sorry. Report, report on touchy subjects. What am I supposed to glean from that, Senator Griff? What kind of, should we looking at, should we look at some of those libel and slander laws and some of those free, you know, over there in Australia? Do we have to censor Chinese reporters writing about China? Is that really, you think that's fair? What am I supposed to glean from that, Senator Griff? What if I was over there? Would I be able to critically analyze Chinese businessmen without the fear of being without being um, sued? But Senator Griff, you know what? Forget all about that. Because even with all that out there, I like to believe Australia isn't a bad country. Or twisted, messed up country. You know why? Because those are isolated incidents. That I like to believe that as a whole, your country is really wholesome. And wants to do good things, not only for country, but for the world. And I hope you you do that for anime as well. It's a shame that you have to to watch Iromanga Sensei. It's such a shitty show. But hey, Sandra Griff, if you keep listening to uh, the Weebcast, the number one anime and manga show, I can probably give you some... um, some recommendations. You want something good to read? What kind of things are you into? Action, romance, drama. I can hook you up, Senator Griff. But like I said, I don't want to spend too much time on you. For someone who did such so little work into looking into the industry, the anime industry, and not and not realizing that the that the anime is not made for us we're just along for the ride and enjoying it (laughs) but I mean it's not like doing this kind of stunt is you know I mean I know your party is only it does have only occupy three seats in total surely this can't be an attempt to get some curry some favor to get some attention on you guys' party I know from the last election from 2019 guys did not do so well guys kind of underperformed and I'm pretty sure guys re-election is up in 2022 right I'm sure you guys are thinking about that right now, right? Thinking about how you guys can uh, drum up some attention, some support. But no, this this little stunt you pulled on the on the Senate floor there, <laughs> talking about how why anime should be reviewed, a, a, anime that's successful in Australia should be reviewed. Ah man, it's quite an interesting world we live in, Senator. Ray. Quite an interesting world. But looking for you, I can go on. I can go on for a little bit longer and talking about this, but. I'd like not to spend too much time on ignorant folks like yourself. I'd like to just move on and get into some other cool stuff I want to probably get into. And that's going to be Manwa. That's right, everybody. We're going to be talking a lot about Manwa. It's going to be a hell of a lot of fun. I'm going to see you on the other side. See Doug. We'll be right back. Let me just be real with you guys. When you think of anime, you think of Crunchyroll. When you think of food delivered real fast, you think of Postmates. 
So when you think of podcasting, what do you think of? Or at least when I think about podcast, I think about Anchor. Anchor is the perfect place if you want to start your podcast. You can talk about all kinds of things. You don't just have to talk about some weave stuff that I talk about. See, in Anchor, there's a set of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right on your phone. It's crazy. And Anchor will actually distribute your podcast for you. It can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place all you have to do is just download the free anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started hey yo let's go welcome back everybody welcome back to another episode of weebcast um hope you guys are joining this uh, lovely tuesday morning afternoon night or where, wherever time you may be listening to this uh, podcast, but this is episode six. What manhwa do you want? Um, and like I said, if you didn't hear the first part of this podcast where I talked in the intro, I talked a little bit what we're going to be getting into. I'm excited. I can't help but be excited. Um, this is, I use the word momentous a lot, but I think this one, I think this occasion fits um, uh, very, very, very well because it's a momentous occasion. So, if you don't, if you can't already tell, we're going to be talking about Korean manga. We're going to talk about manga all day, all, you know, all this episode. If you like webtoons, if you like manga, then you definitely have to listen to this. Um, and a quick reminder before we get into things, if you guys are listening on Anchor or wherever you guys may be listening to it, make sure you guys rate and subscribe and like it or review it, uh, leave a comment. Um, and if you've not listened on Anchor, maybe check that show out on Anchor there. You can also become a, a, a listener supporter. And, and be able to donate and tip uh, to enhance the show. And you can also leave voice messages on the podcast. Um, and you can be featured on the on the next episode. Um, do all kinds of things, if, especially if you're listening on Anchor. But, as you already know, and people who that know me pretty well, they know that I've been messing with some webtoons for, for maybe from, for at least seven, eight years eight years tops um i mean and it was in one of these characters from the from the webtoons happens to be my namesake at least on twitter for since 2014 ish and that's mori jin the main character from gotta high school by yunji park one of my favorite webtoons of all time some of the greatest action you'll ever see in webtoon. Some of the greatest action art you'll see in a webtoon. But I'll get all to that why I love Gotta High School. Because there's I want to get to the larger story right now. Crunchyroll. Just this last week. I believe it was last Wednesday or last Tuesday. So it's been about six or seven days since this news was announced. And they unveiled... The rest of the, the, their seven show slate for their Crunchyroll anime originals. Now, I talked about this in the last episode when I had Yakami on. And we kind of talked about Netflix original anime and Crunchyroll original anime. Um, and we kind of just, and briefly, we didn't really, t- we, didn't, we barely scratched the surface on that. But what we talked about was that it, Crunchyroll has a unique opportunity to 
or you know usurp what Netflix is doing because I feel like Netflix anime, um, and, I, and I feel I have this feeling for for just Netflix in general. As much as it's, it's a great service and has uh, compelling shows, just compelling original shows, there's so much on it that it just dilute. It's just diluted by subpar and average stuff. Um, that it's no longer a hub for just unique you know, compelling shows, you really have to kind of dig them, dig them to find them, because uh, more often than not, most of the time, the shows that they do promote aren't really all that great, but that's just me, but Crunchyroll announced this past Tuesday that the first lady of Crunchyroll original works um, that the company will be personally producing uh, is really eight shows, because they also announced, or they reminded everybody that Inspector, which you guys should be checking out, and I talked about on my uh, winter first impressions part one I believe uh, on this show I think it's one of the better shows of this season um, definitely top three um, it's actually a Crunchyroll original product um, and I did not I didn't really I didn't I didn't realize that to be honest I didn't realize that before I started watching um, so that that show is technically uh, on the slate for uh, Crunchyroll uh, original animes but the other seven shows are being they're being all these and all these seven shows are being produced by uh, Japanese studios. Um, but what people have been really excited for are obviously the three Korean manga that are being adapted and being produced and being animated, and that is Tower of God, Noblesse, and God of High School, the Goat. <laughs> I don't sound too biased, do I? But um, Tower of God. Uh, Tower God Mountain was be is going to be a part of the Crunchyroll's original slate. Um, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be telecom animation film. I believe it's going to be doing, it's going to be producing anime um, and Solar Entertainment is going to be providing some management for the uh, series, um, which should be coming out this spring. And I think all these, most of these shows, um, I think a few of them have. I've seen days four. I've seen April first. Um, but I, I, it's probably going to be somewhere in that in the spring in the spring season, um, and I really want to do maybe later this March, maybe mid March. I want to kind of do a a um, kind of another first impressions um, before the episodes come out. So I just want to judge on the synopsis, the characters, the uh, what the plot may be, um, uh, maybe what the original work was based on, the production studio music and all that stuff whatever details are out before the first episode actually officially airs in japan i'll probably do a first impressions and kind of just detail what kind of shows i'm going to be um maybe checking out and maybe ones i'm kind of staying away from um be a really true first impressions but i'll be you could expect that later in the month um <clears throat> but uh there's also a website for for the tower god and they announced that um the series would have a simultaneous release in japan south korea and the united states um and this webtoon i think and tower god for those who don't know uh it's a it's a korean manga manga webtoon that announced i think that i think it launched um by siu in 2010 um but i think the english version wasn't really officially announced until 2014 um, I guess I should talk about a little bit about, um, about Tower of God. 
Alright, let's let me go to the other shows real fast. Let's go to the other shows. And then the third and the other one, the second Korean manga that is being um, produced and animated is Noblesse. Now, for those who probably already are a little more familiar with Noblesse and who aren't really familiar with Webtoons and Korean manga, you probably heard about Noblesse because it did get two OVAs. I believe in 2016, 2017, I believe it was a few, it's been a few years. Um, and I can't remember quite sure who produced or and animated those OVAs. Um, and I think then that's when some of the support, I, I do believe those OVAs were a feeler, um, a test for the Japanese market to see if there was any kind of su- excitement or support for seeing some, uh, a potential webtoon being animated. Um, and I do remember when it dropped in 2016, I do remember people on Twitter being, um, ecstatic, um, confused. Um, it did bring some new eyes to the, um, to the, to the webtoon. So I'm sure Naver and all them were pretty excited about having more people, you know, join their platform and read those and read, uh, that webtoon. Um, I think around that same time, there was a, I think there was a little, like, it was like a real short animation. It was less than a minute of God of High School. Um, I, I'm not quite sure if that was a, a professional work, piece of work, or if it was fan-made animated. I'm not quite sure. But there, around that same time, there was a little, like, 30-second, 20-second kind of thing being animated where they showed off some of the characters in uh, God of High School, in which and it got people, you know, clamoring for an actual anime. So it, it, this is a long. This has been a long time coming. Um, and not really a surprise for people who, you know, who've been in the know and just kind of been paying attention to these things. I think a lot of people saw this coming. I think just didn't know when. And so I think this news last week really took me, it took everyone by surprise and took me, um, certainly by surprise, but Noblesse is going to be, um, yeah, it's going to be produced. Um, it's by, uh, Jiho San and Kwanus or Kwansu, and that's going to be produced by Production IG. Uh, wait, did I, I forgot, did I talk about, um, oh, sorry, yeah, so Noblesse is going to be, um, I guess real quick, it's a, uh, it's a fantasy kind of cartoon webtoon, and it's about a powerful vampire noble who's thrown into modern civilization after about 800 years of sleeping, and, and dangerous and exciting adventures follow with his new friends as they, you know, combat a secret organization and try to uncover his his past and his origins. Um, this manga also, just like Tower of God, started publishing in English in July. I think July. It was in the summer of 2014, if I remember. Um, and then last January, January 2019, there was an epilogue for the um, series. Um, but I believe in 2016 there was a spinoff. Um, I believe it's, I didn't, I, I don't really, I don't, I don't read the spinoff. Um, didn't, it, I didn't think it, I don't think it's all that, um, special, but it did that. There is a noblesse, uh, rise adventure that launched in 2016 in English. And I believe it's still going, but don't quote me on that. Um, but as I said, this show has been animated before. Um, and it was one, it was an OVA. I think it was about 30 minutes. Um, I think it was Noblesse Awakening. Um, I think you can, and you can watch that like I did. I, you can watch that on Crunchyroll, one of our favorite anime partners out there. We love Crunchyroll. I love Crunchyroll. Who doesn't love Crunchyroll? But Production IG actually did the that that OVA, that 30 minute OVA, in uh, 2016. Um, and then 
my favorite, my favorite mama, the one I'm going to talk about a lot in this episode, I just can't help it, I'm sorry, it's, it's, I know, it's, it's unfair, I mean, Noblesse and Tarot God are, are great, um, and I know Tarot God's maybe the, one of the more, maybe one of the more popular ones, we'll get into that later, and what I think about the reception, and what it means, um, and what, and what, what does it mean? Contextual. I'm going to kind of contextualize this in the greater scheme of things in the anime industry. But let me just get to Gata High School. Young G's uh, Parks, Gata High School model. And it's going to be animated by Mappa. And uh, I think Solar Entertainment is going to be doing some the handling, the management, and production there. Um, real quick, it's a, it's a fast, action-packed series. Um, and it follows a, a high schooler, uh, Mori Jin. And his friends as they compete in tournaments um, and borrowing powers from to deities, um, uncovering mysterious organizations, um, you know, with the you know all all doing this with uh, hoping to get their desires and their wishes to be granted, um, and that's what motivates them to motivates for their tournament victories. Um, now, this was started publishing, I believe, in 2015. Uh, Webtoons started it. Yeah, I think started publishing Webtoons in English in 2014, at least. And it's definitely one of my favorite uh, Webtoons of all time. Um, but I did want to get to... Um, what, what, what can we expect um, quality-wise um, from... From these, from these three manga, because I do believe, and I, I'm, you know, we all about the anime hot takes here. We like to be opinionated. We like to be bold. We like to be different. This is why Weebcast is the number one anime and manga show out right now. <laughs> Self-titled, obviously, but <laughs> this we are looking at the big three, the new big three of. I mean, they were. You could kind of. Out of all webtoons, before these were animated, they were looked at some as some of the top webtoons. But we're potentially looking at a new big three here. Um, it's I think this I, I think this news is actually that's why I, I call it momentous. Um, with Naruto ending, with already ended, um, and Boruto is really not in that light anymore. With Bleach gone, hopefully getting a we a continuation of its uh, Thousand World Blood arc. Sometime this year, maybe the news isn't official, but you know, people are pinning it down. Hopefully, we we're gonna get some of this news, you know, this spring or into the summer, but still don't know. And then One Piece still being um, being propped up as king of of shonen. Um, you know, you know, I don't I don't really believe the so, but hey, I mean, it's getting a lot. It's got it's got a lot of readers. It sells a lot of Tonkabon volumes. Um, so you know. It's not, it's not worthy to argue right now. But if let's say One Piece is still one of the big three, um, there's a lot of contenders that I believe people like to throw in with uh, Luffy. Um, and I guess I mean, do I really have to explain the big three? Um, I guess I'll do it real fast. Um, so for the longest time, and mainly through my through my younger years into later in life, the big three have always been you know Naruto. Uh, Naruto from Naruto, Naruto from his show Naruto um, and Naruto Shippuden and then Luffy from One Piece and Ichigo Kurosaki from Bleach 
And for the long time, those were the shows that were known as the big three or those two main characters because they had so much notoriety. Um, their series were uber popular, read everywhere, watched everywhere. Um, and it was just seen as, you know, the peak of Shonen. Um, not really entirely based on quality, even though all three shows have certain aspects that I believe that are high in quality. But mainly it was because of, of the reception they got and on so on rather on different social medias um the numbers they would do and selling volumes and and things of that nature um since then two of those shows have ended um both in anime and manga um adaptations um while and one piece is the one still currently ongoing ongoing some would say strong i would say it's just going um nonetheless over the years um people have been quick to push other main characters in their series into the that group uh, known as the big three um, which is interesting I've always thought it was because I I, I, I think for the long for the time especially when after bleach and after and definitely after Naruto ended I thought that um, you know I don't think we'll ever get a, a solidified big three anymore I don't think we're gonna see it in the coming years I don't I think it'll be a while. Um, and to be honest, I don't, I didn't think we would ever see another big three really crop up until after one piece somehow ended or it was on its, or when the quality kind of dipped near the end of its runtime. And then maybe we'd see some newcomers kind of crop up and create another big three. But for the sake of the argument, let's just, let's just pretend that, uh, Luffy and one piece are, is the solo one. And we need to put two more. A lot of people have put and rushed. Um, I remember when Black Clover was being animated uh, a few years ago, and everyone really quick wanted to push Asta and Black Clover with with um, One Piece, and one and thought it should be promoted as one of the big three. Um, and same thing with I guess the other main contender or the biggest contender that people when they think of which one should be worthy enough to be on the big three would be. Uh, Deku from My Hero Academia or Book No Hero Academia. Um, both two shows that I believe are share some kind of merit um, and share some similarities with other shows that are in prison in Big Three, like Bleach and Naruto. Um, and over and over time, and I you know I've said it I've said it on Twitter when when Black Clover was being animated and people are on that. I said it when. Uh, Boku no Hero and My Hero Academia was being animated for the first time in this first season I said I don't see this show I don't see any of these shows being having the having the same impact as uh as Bleach or Naruto and being really sustainable for you know to be a part of the big three um it's 2020 now it is March of 2020 and to this day, may and I may I may have been wrong on maybe one of the shows. Um, I don't think My Hero Academia is objectively or even subjectively any better than Naruto or One Piece. I mean Naruto or Bleach. To be honest, I think it's it's running into some of the problems that Bleach, One Piece, and Naruto are running into. So at least they share some similarities in that. Um, but right now, it's staying pretty fresh. It's a it's a damn it's a damn good show. Um, it's interesting on where we're going to see it into the future. Um, 
how does the how's you know what's the world building going to be like what are the characters relationships and how what kind of development we're, uh, we'll see from the uh from its from its main cast of characters um but i i may have been wrong on the minecraft game i think it's enjoyable um i think it has things that it does really well um but at the same time you know at the same time i don't i don't see it as big three worthy because i don't really see deku as being a main character that 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 really pierces the veil of culture and and i've talked about this with uh, i talked this with last week's with this past friday's episode with the last episode with yagami and we've kind of talked and we were talking about some manga and some shows that kind of that you know push the barrier between people who don't watch anime and people who watch anime regularly um and i don't see my hero academia doing that um i do think it's it could be on its way i think that the latest movie the heroes rising and being able to be watched in america um and, and it drummed up a lot of support in the states i do think it's on its well on its way um but let's be honest has, what, what, I mean, which anime do you would you think has touched more people who aren't really in tune with anime? Um, One Punch Man or My Hero Academia? We don't have to talk about the quality of the two. We don't have to um, compare the quality and uh, you know the the subject matter in the two shows. But let's be real. Let's be honest. And I'm being honest with you guys. Look, I think One Punch Man touched a lot more people whether you like the show or not touched a lot more people in in the American mindset than My Hero Academia and that's also and it was even more impressive because the second season was animated horribly horribly the second season of My Hero of of One Punch Man excuse me was a mess it was a mess It, it was a it took a considerable step back from the first season and even still more people i think in the states know about one punch man um whether through through saitama the logo um the character designs more so than uh my hero academia and that's just and that's the thing and i think and that's what i think you need to have for the big three because the big three doesn't mean anything in japan you know the big three is mainly a thing that was constructed by american audiences um Due to for being on Toonami and being shown and being dubbed and being um, shared around in American audiences, um, the Big Three doesn't mean anything to Japanese <laughs> Japanese people. Okay, you know they they love their shows. Um, I mean, you could make an argument that One Piece is really not the. Isn't well, I know this for a fact. One Piece from week to week really isn't the most watched show. There every week you can see. Um, and maybe I'll talk about it on the next show, but on an on upcoming episode, but there are shows that have done better and rated well, more, better than One Piece and viewer ratings on networks in Japan almost every week. Um, Detective Conan pulls in more numbers. Um, there's a few rom-coms that pull in more numbers um, than, than One Piece. I know for Detective Conan, at least the latest movie, um, Kind of, um, kind of helped boost some of its, it boost its numbers, but that was ahead of, for most weeks, um, ahead of One Piece. Um, but the big three is mainly just a thing, a construction, 
uh, a thought in, in American minds. That's more of a uh, that's more of our kind of thing, you know. Um, not saying that we own it, but it's just it was constructed by American audiences. It wasn't a Japanese thing. The big three is something that we made um, because those three, uh, Naruto, Bleach, and One Piece, kind of kind of pushed the boundaries and really hit it hard in American audiences, super hard. I just don't see My Hero Academia being up on that tier of level of reception in America. I think One Punch Man did it, does it, and definitely more so than Black Clover. Undoubtedly, indubitably, whatever. Like no, I I just you know I can go to a I can go to my parent or I can go to a friend who doesn't really, and they can spot out. They can see. They'll know maybe they'll know One Punch Man. They'll know Goku. They'll know Naruto. They'll know Ichigo Kurosaki. They'll know Luffy. They might not know this this green haired kid. <laughs> right? They might you know, and they're definitely not gonna know Asta. I mean, at least they'll maybe if they hear my hero, maybe they'll kind of they're like, oh, okay, I think I know something about that. They'll ne- so the people who think black, you know, um, about to say something stupid, about to say black butler or some stupid stuff. Um, but um, black clover is definitely not part of the big three, and I don't think it ever will be. My heart give me has it has the potential. And you're saying, like, oh, Chris, it's been, it's got, like, three, four seasons. The manga's doing really well. What do you mean about potential? Well, because it, it hasn't done what I just explained. Now, it could do that, but right now it hasn't. Um, it took One Punch Man one season to to invade American culture. <laughs> People were so excited for this. That's why the second season was so highly discriticized, because after the first season, people... From Amer- from American audiences, Japanese audiences wanted to see it so bad, and then being so disappointed by the second season, it was it, it was laughable of how bad it was, and that's why people cared so damn much. I don't think you guys realize that One Punch Man got into American pop culture faster in one season than My Hero Academia, which is taking a few seasons, and I don't think My Hero Academia, in my personal opinion, really even has gotten into hasn't really pierced American culture all that much yet. You know? Um, I know that was quite a tangent. But I, I bring up the break three because I do believe that these three manhwa are either going to maybe fill in slots or the hottest, the t- all hottest takes, I think will usurp and make their own new big three and leaving, leaving Luffy out kind of on as a single entity, as a strong single entity. Um, and I honestly believe that. Um, but that all depends on how it's received. I want it, that all depends on how it's animated, the pacing, um, how it's going to be marketed, how Crunchyroll is going to do this. Does Crunchyroll even care? I mean, obviously they don't care. Like you know what fans perceive as the big three, um, but they do kind of they do care on what we watch. Um, you know, as an audience, as American audiences, they do kind of they they want to they want to know what we what we hype, what we towed up at the, to the top and kind of put on a pedestal. I mean, that's, I mean, that's just what any good streaming service or any kind of c- company would do. Um, but I do believe that God of High School, Tower of God, and Noblesse could become something of a big three and kind of make something new or start up a new structure, a new big three for the anime industry and kind of leaving One Piece as a single strong entity. Um, in a perfect world, 
I would love to see maybe um, maybe Jin Mori, Mori Jin, and um, the main character in uh, Tower of God. I'm trying to think what the main characters of uh, Tower of God was. Um, for the life of me, I can't. Uh, was it was it Bam? Kind of. It was a twenty uh, 25th Bam. Pretty sure that was the, the main character. Um, yeah. But I think that's in a perfect world, I believe. Uh, 25th Bam and, J- and Mori Jin, maybe to join maybe Luffy and maybe Dalk constructing new big three. I only say that because their series, respectively, Tower of God and um, Tower of God and uh, God of High School are both ongoing. And don't really seem to be stopping really anytime soon-ish. It does seem like it's they do kind of want to keep on continuing. Um, especially Tower God, I think, are into their third season on its webtoon. Um, God of High School, obviously, they, you know, still going into the 300s to the 400s uh, chapters. Um, and No Bless, which is really good. Um, it's because they don't have a I, th- I mean, unless the, I'm not, and I just don't know if the spinoff is ongoing or not, and I'm not even sure what the spinoff, I just know that it's on, on Rai, um, a character in Noblesse, and I don't know how much connection or how much it really focuses on the main character from the, from the original Noblesse, um, that's the only reason why I'm not, I, I, I'm afraid to put it with the big three, or, you know, that's the only reason why I would believe that, you know, Morijin and Bam, to be, I think it just seems, it seems a little more natural that they would join Luffy as and constructing new big three. Um, but th- see that, and that only only hinges on if we, if if the shows actually are received well. Um, and like I said, that's all with the marketing, um, with the animation style, the hype that it that'll get on various social medias, um, and obviously what Crunchyroll does. I was gonna say, you know. I love Crunchyroll. You know, I watch a lot of stuff on Crunchyroll, Funimation. Usually Crunchyroll with the sub stuff and Funimation with the dub. Um, if Tower of God, Noblesse, and God of High School eventually get dubs, which I don't think they ever will. That's just my prediction. I hope I'm wrong. I don't think they will get any dubs. I think that will hamper... That will da- I think that would slow the process of them become, ever becoming a part of the big three or gaining any kind of notoriety in, in the states. Dubbed anime is as people you know as people who like to prefer subbed, which I do too. You know, if I'm gonna watch something for the first time, I usually go with the subs. But having a, a good sub show and have and its dub being really comparable and really um, competent does a lot. I mean, you can look at Bleach. Look at Naruto. Um, One Piece was the only one that really didn't have that good of a dub until later on. It didn't start out with a good dub until later, until Funimation did it. Um, And even then, people would still prefer the sub. At least for Naruto and Bleach, where the reason why it pierced so, you know, it it hit the American market so hard, the dub was competent. People liked it. And for a lot of people's first experience with those shows came through the dub. Um, 
So if that high school and Tower God don't get dubbed, that'll be an obstacle of them kind of of them kind of hitting American markets. Um, but I, I do think that matters a little less in this age in 2020. Um, now that with more people with more internet access um, around the world, um, I do think that matters a little less. Because um, I think anime is still highly accessible. It's obviously a lot more accessible accessible nowadays than it was when the when the, the glory days of when Naruto and Bleach were being were dubbed, and you had to watch weekly and nightly for new episodes on Toonami and such. So. Um, it does matter a little less now, but it wouldn't hurt. It wouldn't hurt for those series to get dubbed. Um, it would not hurt. I would definitely put more eyes on the webtoon, especially for the ones that are ongoing, God of High School and Tower of God. But that all, like I said, that all, that has a lot of factors into it. And I want to kind of talk about one of those factors, um, with the animation studios. So I want to go right into Tower of God, um, and what can we expect with of how that's going to be animated? And I believe that's Telecom Animation Film. Um, now, Telecom Animation Film, they, they're mainly known for their animated movies. Um, even if you don't know their name, you probably for sure have heard or watched or even own one of their movies that they've produced. Um, they've done, I believe, 82, 83 titles, I believe... Um, I know it was in the upper 80s, or I mean the lower 80s, um, being probably their most popular works, being Spirited Away, 2001 Spirited Away, um, you know, grossed over 10 million. Um, second, another one they've also done was Your Name, that was the uh, Koei Itachi one, grossed about $5 million, um, Princess Mono, uh, Mononoke, the 1997 movie, um, the action-adventure fantasy movie. Um, what else? Uh, also, um, Akira, the drama, sci-fi uh, movie. The Wind Rises, another Hayao, uh, Hayao Mizaki movie. Um, who did... I forgot who did Koei Itachi, your name. Was that uh, Makoto Shin, uh, Shinkai? Might have been. Might have been Makoto. I'm pretty sure. Um, they uh, also produced another Mako, uh, Makoto Shinkai movie, The Garden of Words. They've done Inuyasha, the uh, television the series. Um, they've done the 1979, I think Lupin the third movie. I they've done a few Lupin works. Um, I'm not quite sure which one they. I I don't know if they work on both the series and the movie, but I'm for sure they definitely did the movie, and I think that was the Castle of uh, of Calistro. And I think Hayao Mizaki was also directed directed that one as well. Um, they did the Tempen uh, Tempen Girl and Loggins. They were also they produced that Angel Beats, uh, the Kingdom Hearts twenty uh, two thousand two video game, Justice League Doom, Lupin the Third, um, um, some other and uh, Lupin the Third the Mystery of Mamo. I looked into the blood spray of uh, going mine Ishikawa, and those are some of those, and those are some huge names, huge works that the tele that the um, telecom animation film has done. Um, and honestly, I 
and the thing is, people who have known Tower God, like I, I, I like Tower God. Uh, do I like it? I do believe it has a, a, th- a thicker, a little more involved plot and story than the other, than certainly ta- uh, God of High School. Um, and I probably, and probably a little bit more so than uh, Noblesse. Um, I think that's where it's strong suit is with the story. Um, I do think it's actions okay. I did think early on in the Webtoons uh, life, I did think it was a little weirdly messy for me. But I think that, and seeing some of the still, I don't know if you guys seen, seen, saw some of the pictures and definitely the trailer. Check out the trailer on YouTube, Crunchyroll Originals. I think it's on their YouTube channel and I think it's also on their Twitter if you go back a few, um, go back to like last Tuesday. Um, Tower God did, did look good. Like the animation still and some of the movement and some of the and the little bit we see, it it almost mirrors the the webtoon in st- stylistically. Um, I mean, and telecom they they can do a lot of things. Like I said, you saw some of the movies they did some, they did some of the Hayao uh, Miyazaki movies. They did some uh, Makoto movies, um, and those did and Miyaz- and Miyazaki movies. You probably know what the kind of style that um, eludes. And if you've seen uh, Your Name which is a, a wholly different style, um, they do have some range. Um, so I do think Tower of God will be animated really nicely. I think it will be... I think it will be... I'll get to that later. I, I want to rank the three, which ones I I predict will be animated the best or and, what, with, and fit its style. But real, real quick, I do think... That Tower God will be animated really nicely. I don't think it will suffer any complaints from from American uh, viewership. Um, I, I think it'll be competent more than more comp, more than just competent. In in all honesty, um, let's get into uh, Noblesse, which um, it's going to be um, done by uh, Production IG, which you probably got. I've already I've talked about Production IG. In other things before that, I think they're also doing some of the works in this season, this current season. Um, but they've done Ghost in the Shell Standalone Complex. They've done uh, Blood Plus, one of my favorite shows, uh, XXX Holic, um, Ghost Hound, uh, Sengoku Busada, Samurai King 1 and 2, um, Bunny Drop, Blood Sea, Guilty Crown, Critical Basket, Critical is no basket. Prince of Tennis, Psychopaths, Haikyuu, um, uh, um, Attack on Titan, Junior High, Ghost in the Shell Rise, Joker Game. Um, I think they ended the uh, the the uh, FLCL, Progressive and Alternative. Um, and they did Psychopaths like three season three last year. So they've done some competent things. They, you know, this this company's done a lot of things. Some and some really shows that I watched and loved a lot. Um, to be honest, out of all the shows, I think I don't, I don't know who why they you know why some of these why these uh, works were paired with this company, but I think that production ing and noblesse might have been the match made in heaven. I think its style. Um, and those who've, who probably read the webtoon know of how stylized, how sharp people's features are. Um, the action, it's brisk, um, takes a lot of liberties, leaves you a lot up to the imagination with the speed and power of the characters. Um, um, 
I, I do think this is actually a really good match for for work and company, um, especially if you've seen Blood Plus, um, Sengoku Basada, Criticals in Basket, The Prince of Tennis, they, and Guilty Crown, Blood Sea, Psychopaths, some action heavy type shows. Um, I think this, I think Production ID will actually knock it, knock this one out the park. Um, it's, it's probably one of the, it's, God of High, I mean, uh, Tower of God and Noblesse are probably, they go back and forth towards me as being some of my, of being whether one of the second ones I really like, or the, my, one of my most second loved series webtoons, or the last one, you know, um, they've kind of gone back and forth over the years, and usually Tower of God has stayed consistently at my top of my radar, and enjoyment, and quality, um, but um, I was gonna say, production ID have done really action heavy type shows before, um, and they've done sh- and they've done shows that really have very little action, like Bunny Drop and uh, uh, Kimi Ni Todoke. Uh, um, what's another show they've done that doesn't have too much too much action? I guess um, Windy Tales. That's right. Windy Tales wasn't really that wasn't all that action oriented um so they can do a little bit of both their range is a little slightly smaller than the telecom one that is going to do tower of god but i do think production ig is going to make and I'm, for those who's in the webtoon it's kind of like most things have you seen stills and screenshots and have read it you know a lot of the action kind of takes place at in you know at night um I mean, because that's deal with some vampires and werewolves and creatures of the night. So, a lot of the action takes place in night, especially in the f- beginning of the series. Um, so, it has to be, you know, these characters have to have really sharp designs. Um, the colors have to pop. Um, and I do think um, the lighting and the direction of... Of just how of the pacing of some of the and some of the movement and the fights have to be done like explicitly what they have to be you know critically they have to be done tight it has to be real 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 tight um and i i'm putting my faith in production ig because i think they can knock this one out the park i do think this will be one of the better ones um even though i don't i feel like this has the weakest chance to become one of the big three um and i be, and um and i do feel like it's gonna be Maybe the less watched ones of the three mangas that are being animated. Um, I think it'll be watched more than some of the other Crunchyroll originals, which we'll get to later. Um, but I do, I do see that it's going to be. I do feel like it's going to be the less watched of the three, even though I think the animation is going to be top notch out of out of these original Crunchyroll original series. Um, now, want to go into my favorite webtoon? Uh, I already talked a little bit about it. What it is? It's an action battle manga shonen a lot of good stuff Car- let, let me get into mappa because they're, they're the studio that's going to be doing this um and i, I know, this is my favorite series and I, I won't i won't lie to you guys i'm a little maybe i'm a little worried mappa's done they've done shows that i've liked before probably done shows that you that you guys liked a whole lot um but they're not they've done less shows than or less works than what telecom and production id have done i'll put it that way 
they've done shows that are less well known shows that people don't really watch too much um you know the shows are really beautiful i think they've done really well i've seen a, a few of them i haven't seen really a, a lot of them to gauge but i have a a decent idea of what they kind of do so mappa they've done um Obviously, when did they start? I was gonna say they're one of the more newer ones. I guess newer in quotation. They started about eight years ago, so they've only been really doing work since 2011, 2012-ish. Um, and I think Madhouse is actually the parent company for for Mappa. Um, but like I said, we've done and they've done uh, shows like uh, uh, Zankyo no Terra, uh, which is a show that uh, I haven't finished, but I did watch a little bit. I need to finish. Um, and actually we got to we talk about that show. We're going to talk about that show. You're going to hear a little bit more about the show in this upcoming Friday's episode of Weebcast, where I have a guest, a love guest. And, um, and they talk a little bit about, uh, Zankuri no Terra. They're going to talk about a little bit about that and why they liked it. So be on the lookout for that and maybe watch it with me. Let me know what you guys think of it. Cause I'm definitely going to check it out, but they've done shows like Zankuri no Terra and I've seen the animation and I, that's great. A show that I really, I really fucked with heavy was, uh, Guri. That was the gambling show. That was on Netflix. I uh, got 12 episodes. That was done by Mappa. And that was... I thought that was done really well. They've done, obviously, the popular... Uber popular... Uh, or Roro, uh, Which won awards. Um, you know, I think it won... The anime subreddit award. It won awards there. It won a Crunchyroll award. Uh, Mappa's also done Euro and Ice. A show I think I, I don't have a lot of experience in. But... Have you seen? I was gonna say you've probably seen videos of it before. You see the fluidity in its motion. I, I, I don't think Mappa can do. I think Mappa can do some real good work here. Um, I'm trying to think of some shows that I've seen. Zombieland Saga. That was about a twelve episode series. That was really that was pretty good. Um, they also done Katagudi season two. Um, shows that I recently saw that I'm really impressed with was uh, Shingeki no Bamha Genesis. And then um, I think they did also the next season or a follow-up with that one as well. Um, they've done Banana Fish, uh, Ushio no Tora, uh, Hajime, uh, Hajime no Ippo Rising. Um, and, uh, what else? There was another one I they did also. Um, uh, I can't even think. Of, what is it? Did they do? I think, yeah, they did a sequel to uh, Shingeki no Bomb Hut. Um, and Days. They did Days and uh, Kick Flight, like a little kitty kind of kid movie um, show. But and the rest of the shows, and that was just some of the more more prolific shows. Shows that you probably, I mean, I mean, I don't know where you guys are at and you guys are the anime manga journey or how long you've been watching, but how many shows of some of the shows I've listed that you've even heard about, let alone just watched, you know? Um, probably not a lot, you know. Um, Uranice is pro- Uranice and uh, Dororo are probably the two most popular ones they've done, and then follow that probably be uh, Kakariguri and you know Inuyashiki and you know Zankuri no Terra probably somewhere below those two, but um, they've done popular works, but they're relatively new, um, and they haven't, in my opinion, from the shows I've watched of uh, Dororo, I mean from Mappa. They haven't, I, I haven't seen them do, um, I, I haven't seen them do anything similar 
to what God of High School kind of represents. Um, I, I don't see, I don't, I haven't seen them done anything that'll be, I don't know. It, it's, I want to have faith in them because God of High School is my favorite webtoon and I want to have faith in that they'll, they'll pull off an amazing, um, it'll pull off an amazing kind of uh, work here but you have to understand my my trepidations on these things you know oh, i'm sorry there was another one um doro hedoro one of the new they are doing one of the new shows this season um it's only on netflix japan we'll have 12 episodes and then after the 12 episodes and they'll be onto the netflix uh for us um so i'm really waiting for for the rest of that but they, they do that show too and that's a 3d animated show and that's that's really that's and that was really good um, yeah, so I, I'm a little worried about how Mappa's gonna deal with God of High School's um, motion because in the in the webtoon you can clearly see they do they handle speed and they handle ref and size and power in a in a way you can only kind of do on webtoons with the use of its color um, and then the art style. And all really most, and it's I think that's one of the benefits with webtoons and Korean manhwa, is that they can do that um, compared to some some uh, manga works that are that are based on fighting and um, things and things of that nature. Um, so, which one out of the three do I believe in the most? Being paired up with their production style, um, being God of High School is probably my favorite work. I do believe. The match made in heaven will be noblesse. Um, I, to be honest, I think, um, and I'll get to the ones that I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch all three for sure. I'm gonna watch all three of these. I might have. To, I'm gonna have to do some rereading. Um, I'm gonna have to probably reread God of High School again. Um, probably for like the, I to be honest, I've probably read God of High School like twelve or eleven times. I've, in in full. Um, noblesse maybe twice or three times and the tower of god the one time and i kind of fall in and out it's one of the most the more one of the less interesting ones for me personally but i'm gonna watch all three of these shows and i'm gonna wa- eventually watch the crunchyroll originals because i want to do i want to see what they're putting out because i do think this this spell this could spell something disastrous for netflix because you know they have a lot of original anime on there um some of it really good some of it kind of forgettable um so it's interesting what Crunchyroll is going to do as original anime. It's going to be pretty cool. It's going to be interesting. Um, but which one do I think is going to be animated the best? Um, I do feel like Noblesse is going to be animated the best, in all honesty. Um, I do think their production studio is a little more highly touted. Not Maybe not so highly touted as like Telecom. They've done more famous works. But I think the style and the subject matter in Noblesse, because Noblesse does have more blood. Um and a little more gore than than the other two series um and takes it in a little more kind of realistic way a little more a little more senin type way and i think production ig can work that out the best as opposed to god of high school where it's it's violence there's blood um and of that nature um but it's not taken because some of those guys are so uber strong that you know a blood or a lo- loose or arm that's off you know it's not going to you know, bother them all that much, um, and I don't know how Mappa is going to do something like that. I'm not sure. I haven't seen all their works, but I've never seen what they're going to do with extreme with fighting at this level, where people are at a planetary, universal, universal con- continent 
you know, these people are, are busting planets, busting continents, larger than life creatures and gods and deities, a endless character, so many characters. Um, I think it's, it's a little overwhelming. I do. I think that's the word I'm looking for. I just don't, I, there's a chance that Mappa might be overwhelmed with the subject, with the content that God of High School has. Um, to be honest, Manwa, all three of these Manwa are pretty content heavy in characters and, and wise and action wise. Uh, it's very well maybe all three of these production companies may be overwhelmed. You know, that's definitely possible. I do think just God of High School just has a little bit more than the, more than the other two. Um, and Mappa being one of the more younger animation companies, even though his parent company is Madhouse, I do think there's a chance of them being overwhelmed. And I less, I don't really see that with production IG. I think production IG will knock it out the park. Um, and Tower of the God, I think, will be the second one that will be animated really well. Um, though I do think it's realistic, stylistically matches almost toe for toe for, with its webtoon. So I do want to get, that's why it's, it's near there. Um, that's why I would put it at second. Um, I do think it'll match the most to its source material. Um, and I think a blessing would probably be the best. I think that would be the most neatly animated one and one of the most visibly striking, but I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Cause I would love to see my favorite webtoon to be, <laughs> to be superiorly animated. You know, see, you know, I, I would not mind one bit if I was wrong here. Um, but speaking of which on, um, what shows that I will, you know, be, like I said, I, I kind of reference what will be a little closer to the subject matter. It's an interesting thing. And it's not something that I really kind of can't come. I came into this episode really wondering about. Um, and thinking about it now, I think all three, I do think God of High School has a more simpler plot, a little more easy to grasp. For, re- for people who have never read a webtoon or seen or know about Manwa. And I think if this show, I think if Mappa does well, I think Mappa, if Mappa can stick to the script, stick to the source material pretty closely and hug, you know, hug that source material. I think it'll even, that'll help being even more well-received. Um, I honestly believe that. Um, I might have to talk about that after the break for sure. And thinking about it a little bit more because it's interesting. Tower of God has a lot. It's multifaceted. It's a little more. The plot's a little more. It's a little more plot driven. Has a lot of action. Don't get me wrong. Has a lot of action. Just like No Blessing got a high school, but it's it does. Its strength is its plot, and then the, the emo and the connection you have to the characters. Um, and it makes me wonder what Telecom might do, maybe to maybe switch up events. Um maybe you know kind of tweak things here and there character wise um but we'll we'll get to that pretty soon um and around the break around the corner i'm gonna get into some of the things why i think got a high why i love got a high school i'm gonna get into why i like got a high school uh, i'm gonna get into some other things um as um pretty much what my thoughts on on what what manhwa or what webtoons need to be animated in 2021 or late, you know, into the in the coming years. You're gonna hear that all up around the corner here on Weecast, the all manhwa everything episode. Make sure you hit that salute, get a cup of water, get some food, because I'm gonna I'm gonna be right in your ears in a few minutes.
Hey, yo, let's go. This is your fearless leader, C-Dub, and you're listening to Weedcast, the number one anime and manga show out right now. And welcome back, and if I hope you guys are enjoying the show right now, because we're talking about manhwa, um, mainly centering around uh, the three manhwa that will be animated and produced by Crunchyroll in their lineup of um, of uh, original anime. Um, now, in the first part, in the previous part, I didn't talk about the other four anime that will be um, produced. Um, I did talk about Inspector. Inspector is one of the ones that are currently already out in the in this this current season, this winter 2020 season. Uh, definitely one of the high, one of the more, one of the more, at least for me, uh, here on Weebcast, we rated it as one that you guys should definitely go watch. Definitely one of my more favorite ones, top three of the season right now. But they also announced, other than the three manhwa that will be animated, God of High School, Noblesse, and Tower of God, um, there are four other works. Uh, that will be um, for the Crunchyroll original. Uh, they have not specified, to my current knowledge, if these if Japanese anime staff is going to be involved in these. But they are listed as Crunchyroll Studios um, uh, production. And that is uh, Onyx Equinox. And that's created by uh, Sof- uh, Sophia Alexander. And in this animated work, it's going to follow a young Aztec boy who is saved uh, from death by the gods and chosen to act as humanity's champion, forced to discard his apathy towards his fellow man and prove humanity's potential in a fight that spans across fantastical yet authentic Mesoamerican cultures. Um, unlike the other shows, I think that'll be coming out in April, I believe. Um, this show, I think, will premiere in the current on Crunchyroll this summer. Um, so expect that one. That's Onyx Equinox. Um, and oh, as least shows, I really don't have too many thoughts because I don't know too much other than from the little bit we saw in the trailer that they released last Tuesday. There's not too much to go on. Um, I'm not really familiar with any of their the, these works, and I'm not really familiar with the works that they're based off. Or any of the or the authors and the people involved, um, but maybe when they start coming out, I'm, we're definitely going to talk about them on the show because um, I do want to talk about the the, the Crunchyroll original lineup as an episode um, and what can we expect from them and what kind of other animes they'll produce. Um, hopefully, more manhwas uh, or, or webtoons specifically. But the next one they also do and they're doing uh, Meji Gekin, uh Sword and Gun. Um, which is, they did claim it as a working title, so the title may change, um, but this animated work is inspired by historical events that takes place in Japan in 1870 and follows an ensemble of characters, a former samurai, a Yakuza bodyguard, a devious spy, and a geisha assassin, as they try to find their place in the rapidly evolving Meiji era while escaping the sins of their past. Um, right off the jump, definitely getting a Roni Kenshin vibe, um... I do like, I think historical uh, historical pieces do really well um, for Japanese audiences. Um, and sometimes in American audiences, they do some well, they do really well depending on the main character and, and the designs. Um, but we'll see. I think this one might be a pretty, pretty be an interesting one to see. Um, I do like how it was in the Meiji era. I do love, you know, I'd love the, the, the ensemble, you know, of the, of a band of misfits 
coming together towards a common goal or forced together to do something you know against their will kind of like a suicide squad type thing so it's interesting where that's going to go um the next one is uh freak angels and that's uh this one's based on a uh graphic novel by warren ellis and um paul duffield i believe um And I think Warren and Warren Ellis. I actually know that name a little bit. Uh, I think he's. Um, I think he's an Englishman. I think he's from Essex, England, I believe. And um, he's done script. I think he's. He was the executive producer for the Castlevania, the U.S. Uh, version. They've done. He's been on the staff for the Blade TV series, the Iron Man TV series, the Wolverine TV series, and then the X Men TV series. Um, anime. These are all the anime ones. Uh, <laughs> so he's been he's done some stuff before. He's not unfamiliar to to this to this landscape. Um, but this work, this animation work, is going to be featuring, um, or it's described as after civilization comes to a sudden and crashing end. Twelve twenty-three-year-old uh, psychics living in the rubble of London must check their wild impulses and discover their better angels in order to rebuild society. Um, I was gonna say we're not much, other than got not much to go on this one, other than that we do live we're gonna be maybe a post not apocalyptic, but something where the mod the mores and the values of civilization are kind of thrown out the window, and these young men or um, these young men and women maybe are going to have to describe psychic powers are going to have to kind of rebuild. I do like the real rebuild part um, because it does put like a goal in front of them already off the jump that they don't want to just have the world stay, you know, stay the same. They do want to, you know, um, progress, you know, and get back to some kind of normality. But what does that mean in this civilization you know after the civilizations come to an end what does normality even mean and we'll probably see that um but it's interesting and i know about warren ellis i didn't know about his work on freak angels um but it, i might have to check out this graphic novel for sure before it comes out there's no date for this one either just like uh sword and gun um and also the last one is high guardian spice and this is one by ray rodriguez um, the show was originally slated to premiere on Crunchyroll last year, actually. Um, but it looks like it's been pushed back and we'll probably see it maybe this year. I'm assuming we'll see it this year. Um, and this work is described as four fierce girls trained to become the greatest, the great heroes at High Guardian Academy, where they form allegiances, uncover betrayals and discover their true identities while preparing to protect the world from an ominous unknown threat. Um... Yeah, this one's interesting, and this one, when I saw this one in the lineup, I was like, you know what, I know what manhwa they need to animate next, I'm going to talk about that in a little bit, when I have to go over the five manhwas that need to be animated by Crunchyroll, or by anyone really, but if we're going to see more of these in the future, I have, I have a list of five, I'm going to let you know right after that in this coming up, but um, yeah, I was going to say, this one, this one sounds pretty interesting it's probably the one i'm a little less excited for um same thing with onyx equinox in between that one and this one i'm probably going to be a little less excited for to be honest um it's just it's not a lot just just not a lot to uh 
to uh, look forward to in this one. But Crunchyroll alone, uh, they've stated previously, I think a number, a number of times, that they've, since 2015, um, they've produced or co-produced, I guess, uh, more than about 60 series um, since 2015. Uh, more than, I'm sorry, I think it was pretty sure it's more than 60 series. I don't have it right in front of me currently, but um, they've done things like um, the Junji Ito collection, which wasn't really well received. They um, um, actually, I think we, the guests that I have on on Friday's show, will actually talk a little bit about that and the disappoint disappointment that was the Junji Ito collection. Uh, um, why the manga is superior, and you guys need to check that out. They also did Van. They did a place further than the universe, and probably more notably, know the Rising of the Shield Hero. So Crunchyroll is not. Obviously, they're not um, strangers to this, but they've yeah, they co-produced a lot of shows before, um, and this is this is not too much of a surprise because um, also in 2015 they I think it was 2015 or 2016 they announced um, that they announced the that they were going to do a Crunchyroll Originals line, um, and it was going to be I think uh, Hypersonic. The music club, I think it was a web, it's a webtoon by Hiroyuki uh, Takahashi. Um, I'm pretty sure, yeah, Yuki Hiro Takahashi. Um, and that was going to be like the first installment for their line. Um, but also Crunchyroll. They also serialized the original webcomic of their own. Um, it's uh, Park uh, Harakuju Crisis Team, which inspired the uh, Urahara anime actually um it's kind of like a psychological science fiction kind of magical girl with some aliens um and it's well it's decently received it's kind of it's kind of middle of the ball middle of the road type of show um that ran in from october to december of 2017 with 12 episodes um but that was okay but i want to get in something i thought was pretty that i thought it'd be fun to do um, and just go over just real quickly, this little recap of why I think this is so important. This is just these three anim- manhwa being animated. It's just not only just big for the webtoon genre and then manhwas as a whole, but just for the anime industry and community as a whole. I can I'm just going to speak for the Jap for for the American uh, viewing audiences really. I think because these are I'm pretty sure the very first webtoons to ever get animated adaptations. See, there were other works that were commonly thought to be manhwas, like Freezing. I don't know if you guys remember Freezing. Um, but that that's technically a Japanese work published and written by... Or it's a Japanese published anime and manga, but it was written by Koreans. Um, and Freezing was, you know, it was kind of an etchy fighter type thing, uh, which got a manga and was animated and well-received too a while ago. Um, nothing really special, but... It's not really a manhwa, um, even though the authors and the, the people who worked on it were Korean, but it's not really a manhwa because it was a Japanese published work. Because um, most pop, most Korean manhwa and webtoons and just, you know, are usually get uh, live action adaptations, movies or short lived TV series, live action. Um, it's just that in Korea, as opposed to Japan, live action series and movies are just the product, the you know, the that production just does more. Just it, it just 
it does um it's more well received than cartoon cartoon or animated works in korea um in south korea i mean um it's just the more popular business and the structure just a more popular and more stable structure than the animated or cartoon medium um and also did talk about tech you know over that there was about two OVAs or just the noblesse awakening that was in 2016 um and like i said i think that was kind of a feeler for the japanese market and for you know a little bit maybe for the uh american market to see how well it could do for a length full length series um and some might even call not call uh ragnarok um which was a manhwa um but it got, and it got an adapt, adaptation though i do think that's a little highly disputable i mean i think anime news network um said i can't i don't have the 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 article in front of me because it's been a while but I think that they also noted that a Japanese studio, that the Japanese studio for Ragnarok focused in on the Japanese market um, and Japanese audiences. Um, like, you know, if if a story isn't really well known, it would be kind of risky to adapt them to an anime. Um, a foreign media will get an anime adaptation if many Japanese people know the media, the medium. Um an adaptation from foreign mediums also would be difficult to get approval and a license. Um, but Naver, the owner of Webtoon, does have an office in Japan, um, which is interesting. We'll probably hear a little bit more about them as these manhwas are being animated and maybe some further down the line. Um, but it used to be thought that like a lot of anime adaptations from foreign mediums from foreign media would be, were out of the question. Uh, since Japanese have their own great uh, thousands, thousands upon thousands of manga games, novels, and original stories just waiting in the wings to be adapted sooner or later. Um, you know, this isn't, you know, from like the 70s or the 90s, 80s when like Nippo, when like the Nippon animation made animation from English storybooks, Tezuka animation who made Bible story into animation. Because uh, we're just not in an era right now where tv tokyo you know happened you know made animations for kids um it, it's now more for for a lot of ages in the japanese market so um but usually ragnarok is not really counted because that was aimed for japanese markets um and it was kind of west well known i don't know if it, it's highly it's it's just you can dispute it as not being as being the first one and you can make an argument for it not being the very first manhwa to be adapted um but yeah i was gonna say it's it's interesting on how what what's gonna happen with the with these shows being with these webtoons being animated um it brings up probably my you know when i when i first heard this obviously i was excited of no blast tower god and obviously got a high school being animated but the next thought was well what webtoons or manhwas can we expect to see in the coming years you know what and is crunchyroll going to take the lead and distribute more manhwa animations or are we going to see other companies try to match them and do the same and compete with them um see the first question more so the second one really can't be answered until we get a full season of these of these anime and kind of get what and get a feel of what they're doing, how it looks, how it feels, how it's being received in the Japanese market, but also in the American market. Um, 
and what kind of critical acclaim they may get. But um, but do you honestly think, just because we haven't seen the anime yet, that's going to make me see the, the fearless leader of Weebcast, the number one anime and manga show around, going to stop me from making predictions? I'm not a bitch. I'm just, I'm a weeb, but I'm not a bitch. I'm not afraid of being wrong. Um, and that's why I made those predictions in the last part of which shows I think are to be highly received, which ones are going to be the better one animated, what, why I think they have the potential to become big three over so over and kind of leapfrog some of the current uh, manga, Japanese comics that are being adapted, like uh, the My Hero Academia, Black Clover um, and things like that. Um, but I think, you know, what got a high school makes it so special. Um, and I'm really excited and I'm, I'm going to get into some other ones. Um, I'm going to get into a little bit what, like my five, what, you know, what other models I expect or what should be animated, but let me just go over why I got, like, got out of high school and why this one means, it just means a lot to me, you know, um, it's just fluid, exciting action sequences, just vivid colors, expressive faces. I hope Mappa does those well. And it's just always reinventing itself and raising the stakes. And I think that's really, and that last one's really important for just Mont, for, I think Webtoons do it really well. Um, and I do think that's what, what does, when anime does it well, it's noticeable. Um, but the story, it's, it's, I mean, I, you see, when people, when I went into that high school, I wasn't really assuming there'd be a lot of story. I knew it was going to be a lot of action on the combat, but the story does exceed, and I think it will exceed some people's expectations when they watch it or when they read it. Um, it's definitely not, I don't think the, the story or the, the plot's going to be all that deep, um, like some other long reigning series, like maybe like One Piece, uh, but the history is tight. Um, the plot and it's, it can be overall likes and I think it can stick I think it's just really stick it can stick to people and find and people can probably find something to uh, latch on to um, another thing about God of High School which I implore for people to to, to read it uh, or reread it and check out the animation that will be coming in the spring hopefully is the characters and designs see this is one of the things that really stood out to me when I was reading it for the first time each of them just looks so great and their designs kind of bring a lot of life to the story. Um, you know, they're all bizarre from a monkey king that fights gods and destroys them to a, you know, to a football player, uh, like a transgender football player, you know, a lot. And almost every character get a pretty decent backstory. So you get to know a little bit more about them and their motivations and what and what why they fight and why they're forced to do so. Um some fight for glory, prestige, others fight because they want to protect and care for someone. Um, and one of the favorites, I think when people read some of my friends who have read got a high school, they really stick, you know, more Jin Marie is really good. as a fun one. Uh, day we, but, uh, park Ilpio, um, that are probably a lot of people's favorite. And I believe it's probably going to be the, one of the more popular characters other than more Jin in this anime. I think a lot of people are going to find him being really compelling and really, um, one to latch onto. Um, cause his wish spoiler, if you don't want to hear this, um, just skip like 30 seconds. I'll probably, I'll stop. I'll, I'll be talking on something else, but, um, just skip 30 seconds from here. Um, but basically his wish is the, of his friend whose leg got severely hurt in a fight. 
Um, and later, one of the antagonists, just an example for the uh, reason to fight, although they're all pretty unique. And his his kind of thing is he wants to kind of, his wish is to basically help one of his friends heal themselves. Um, so that's why he fights. Um, all the, I mean, they're all, and the designs kind of, you know, work well with their personalities. You can really get a feel for the personalities in the webtoon. And I hope that kind of, um, um, I really hope this kind of shines. I hope Mappa and Crunchyroll kind of really shine their on their personalities and and, kind of, and tie it with the ply and their design really well. Um, the artist does such a great well of making them unique and fashion and just, you know, you know, it's so they're all of them are so easily distinguishable. Um, and you can always and people have favorites across the board. So, um, I was gonna say, I, there's, I can go on forever talking about God of High School, um, where I think it, how it's gone, the rise before, you know, when I started, when I literally, I mean, I was there in J- July of 2014 when I first read it. It was about 10 or 15, no, it might have been like 23, about 23 chapters in. Um, and 23, cha- I think it was about 23 chapters when I first started reading it. Um, and I fell in love since the since since then, um, but uh, having being said, having these moments being animated is exciting, and I know I'm at least for me I'm still going crazy about thinking about it. Can't wait to see it. Um, but I want to be the sensible weeb here. I want to be the voice of reason. <laughs> you know, based on the based on the three that were chosen to be animated, I think we can gauge on what kind of series. In the future, um, that could be animated. Um, you know, I'm not sure how many listeners out there right now, you know, kind of like the action heavy webtoon webtoons, but I love them. They're easy to read, easy to binge. And you can slobber over that colorful action. Uh, but I have five webtoons. Um, and I predict these webtoons, I hope, will get anime adaptations in the in the coming future. Um, uh, you know what? Let's just be bold here. Let's say I just want to be. I I think they will. I think they will. <laughs> I, let's just be straight up. I think they will be. Um. So Gosu, Gosu is going to be the first one I'm talking about. Um, if God of High School was my number one favorite webtoon, Gosu would probably be my be second. Um, it'd probably be second. Um, it, it's a really good series. Sometimes it kind of drags on. Um, I do like the simplistic writing. Um, it just recently came back because the author was, um, uh, ill and now he's recontinuing the series. He was, I think he's, he said he was feeling well and he should be recontinuing the series, but this was on hiatus for a, a, a good time. Almost maybe, I want to say almost a year it felt like. Um, um, but usually after around chapter 55, I don't want to get into too much spoilers, but it, it's really kind of like a, a shonen brawl type thing. Um, I know a lot of people don't really like this simplistic thing, but if you just want to see some, some great martial arts, um, some nice, um, well-drawn fights, the coloring is, um, 
little mundane. It's not as colorful as some of the other webtoons, if you if you read. But um, it's definitely one of the better. It's definitely one of the greater, one of the better fighting um, mon was out there. Um, the next one, I wonder, I, I think that are going to be that should be animated. Um, mainly because I feel like that since the Crunchyroll animated original animated are going to um, are going to um, uh, animate the uh, was it called the Spice? What was that called? What was the what was that called? The um, the High Guardian Spice by Ray Rodriguez. Um, if we're going to get like, if we're going to get a, a group, if we're going to get like an action heavy with female, with, uh, with female characters, I think we need to get girls of the wild. Um, basically it's a webtoon by, um, author is, uh, uh Hun X uh, and, uh, Zena. Um, I believe it's already finished. It's mainly an action comedy romance slice of life. Um, but it's published on neighbor. Um, it was and kind of translated to line webtoons. Like I said, it's the author I think is Hun and it's illustrated by Ziana uh, or Hannah. Um, and it gives us the main protagonist, uh, Jue Gusong, uh, a troubled teen with like a lot of problems on his hand. Um, but when being accepted to the wild highs, wild high and being one of the only male student there, problems just kind of add up one another. And to make the situation even worse, the school's like filled with like this killer driven females who compete in bloody all out tournaments. Um, despite the struggles in just the first month of school, he kind of co- coincidentally kind of befriends three top class fighters who help him not only with his personal problems, but the greatest of all facing off Queen and Wilds League. Um, I was going to say this, this art is a little, it's. When people think of webtoon art, this is probably what they think. Girls of the Wild. Um, it's it's colorful, um, has a lot of white space, um, and people just love the the character interactions, and probably has some of the coolest female manhwa characters that I've seen. Um, like the art looks amazing, and it's only it's one of the reasons why I was drawn into it. Um, when you read in the series, the art just seems real. It just seems to pop and it seems real in some cases. Um, but it has a beautiful coloring. It adds blurs to specific areas. And um, it, it with that and with that kind of editing, it really looks like a high quality animation. It looks like it just moves. Same thing with God of High School. That's why I look with God of High School. While you're reading it, it's, it's almost like moving before your eyes. And that's what Girls of the Wild does really well. Um, and it just brings the whole series to life. Um, and it defines female muscle. Um, I mean, if these girls are going to be female pro boxers or taekwondo students, obviously they're going to have some muscle and they don't shy away with giving these females muscle. And it looks, it looks great. Um, you know, you're like, unlike other series, which gives us a peach rod as an arm, you know, um, the show really, you know, this, this mom really brings out muscle and features, um, and they show pretty much females and males of all shapes and sizes naturally being subtle about it without being in your face. Um, it's the, the series is diverse and you don't really realize it until you like deep within it, you know, um, and the sceneries are great. They have really nice sceneries and backgrounds. Um, you could tell a lot of effort was put into this work. 
Um, and this one definitely needs to be animated. Definitely one of my top ones that I believe that should be animated. Um, the next one um, is called uh, Dice. Um, and that one is a how that's that's an interesting. How one should I? What should I do? How should I talk about Dice? Well, I think it's it was released in 2013. Um, I want to say it's still going going. I kind of fell off of it a little bit, but it's um, by the Young Hun Suk. Um, and it's usually a drama, a psychological type of supernatural action fantasy. It's got some romance, but real short, it's about uh, Dante and he's rock bottom and everything. Grades, looks, life, just about everything. Uh, but that kind of all changes when playing a simple game. Um... He's, and Dante, or, or Dante is like kind of this unfortunate main antagonist. Um, he's kind of starts off as a timid, timid kind of kid, bottom of the barrel and everything aspect of life. It doesn't really have any redeeming qualities, whether it's like looks, intelligent height. They, I think they even describe it as he kind of just rolls. He rolled ones in all his attributes. You know, those D and D players out there, um, not athletic. On, he's unattractive and all that. Uh, but the story kind of begins with him having a crush on um, Unju, the prettiest girl in the school, you know, real typical, um, and can only admire her from afar. But he does his best to kind of hide his suffering from Unju um, and keep his feelings towards her a secret and as a static just to find out that um, and he gets excited that like she knows his name. Um, but one day, a guy named uh, Tae Bin just transfers into his class and Tae Bin is like everything that Dante is not. Um, he's attractive, excels in academics and sports. It's kind of like an instant celebrity in the school. Um, he's got physical proudness, top class looks. He's smart. And Dante becomes really jealous, you know, silently jealous. Because um, I think he, because he kind of notices Unju kind of feels, has some kind of feelings for him. Um, but almost immediately, Taebin and Unju kind of hit it off and start out going. And Taebin and Unju kind of go out with each other. Um, Dante just becomes even more jealous and bitter. And things kind of come to head when he declares to talk to Taebin in his desperation to find any sort of unpleasant aspect about him and try to keep him away from Unju. Constantly bullied and incapable of approaching his crush, um, Dante is rescued from a spiral despair by becoming uh, what they call a dicer. And Dante kind of enters the game when he discovers a die while secretly following Taebin back to his house. He's he's, He's noticed by X who sends the dice intended for Taebin from completing the mission. But during a brief struggle with Taebin, Dante acts, you know, accident activates his die and thus becomes a dicer. Um, and this mysterious entity named X then begins to communicate with Dante via text messages, giving him quests. And then when completed, um, when completed results in the appearance of, of more dice important, and upon rolling the dice, a player gets points, which allows them to improve their stats. Um, so putting dice points in the appropriate stats can make a player stronger, faster, smarter, luckier, and more attractive. Um, I'm trying to think of the physical stats. There was, um, offensive power, vision, agility, strength, stamina, endurance, and things of that nature. Um, but I don't want to go too much because I think you guys should check it out. It's kind of a lot. It's one of the long running ones, but it's kind of a quick read for a lot of webtoons. Even for the long running ones, you can probably get through them within, in just a few days, really, especially once you get hooked. Um, but I think this one would be a, a, a no-brainer to to animate. 
I think with characters like um, Deku being pretty popular, I think um, this one could be definitely uh, one people could stick to and kind of kind of draw comparisons to My Hero Academia um, for sure. Um, and another one, um, a little different from the other uh, manhwa that I've talked about, um, but I can definitely see it being... <laughs> Um, being animated, and that's called lookism. Uh, lookism a concept used to describe a setting where ex- where there exists ex- discriminatory treatment towards physically unattractive people. Um, but uh, it pretty real quick. Uh, Park Hyung Suk has always been bullied in his school. He's overweight. He's short. But one day he could not take it anymore and asked his mother to train schools. But suddenly, a miracle occurred. Um, basically, he kind of like he gets a new body. To be real, to be straightforward with you, he get, he wakes up into like a new body, and he's like handsome and attractive, and he kind of wants to like live a. But and I think there's in a case where he um. I think anytime he takes a nap or he sleeps, he kind of switchbacks to his old body. And he can go kind of in between them by will through, you know, through will and stuff and stuff like that. Um, but I think this this is kind of underrated one. I just th- I think it's popular now. I remember a few years ago it wasn't so popular, but it's getting more readers. Um, it, it has a lot of evokes a lot of themes with beauty and ugliness, inequalities, appearance, tolerance, effort, um, these they have this unique cast of people that kind of go through um, hardships, and then like you know characters kind of strengthen bonds with um, you know authentically and generally, uh, and not like some kind of fairy tale bullshit with like the power of friendship, but like lookism at the both at the lowest and the highest point of the food chain. Trust is not something that's easily earned, such as like friendship, and it kind of takes time to form. And sounds very realistic to me. Um, you know, the friendship and like the really what I'm trying to say with lookism, friendship is an important piece in this manga. Um, and it's definitely a nice fantasy slice of life um, that I think will really do well with, I think, of Japanese audiences and I think with American audiences as well. Um, but I think I think it just evokes a lot of themes that people um, uh, would get along would, would get with. Um but I think one of the strong points is just the, the, the characters and their drawings. Um, the characters are numerous, and each of them has his own little quirk that makes them unique. Um, uh, Park Hyun Suk and Hyun Suk, uh, the identities of the two ma- of the main character. Even if his body changes, our, mu- our main character's mindset doesn't really take a turn, but rather changes slowly along with his adventures in the new body and the friends he makes and the confidence he builds. Um, this, this character goes through one hell of a development, man. He starts off as a weak and yet not totally pitiful person since he blames the world and his poor mother, who's seriously like she's the sweetest person in the world. And she he kind of blames her for everything or why he looks the way. Um, but with his new body, he'll understand the values of family, kind of stands up for what he thinks is right. He makes friends along the way. And these encounters him to drive change in his in his old body. Um, but definitely one you guys should definitely uh, um, definitely check out. Um, 
and hopefully I, I do kind of hopefully that one gets animated too I think it's probably one of the easier ones um, to get animated to be honest I think it has a simple plot um, and people could probably get to it really, and I think they can uh, st- you know stick with it really well um, this one the gamer it's kind of a uh, it, it kind of and why since isekais are kind of still popular with American and Japanese audiences, and they keep making them, um, I think the gamer has a strong chance of being animated, um, especially if you like American comic books, as as I do. I think this one's pretty closest to more of an American comic than a Japanese comic. Um, but this one's about a, it's about a person with superpowers to that of a video game character. Um, it's kind of a it's a it's basically this this comic book's about. Um, so this play, he gets, you know, just like other isekais where the protagonist gets transported to another world. And normally this world is a fantasy world, similar to something like in Dungeons and Dragons, Lord of the Rings, you know, simple things like that. And the world kind of operates under the rules of a video game with each character having numerical, numerical stat points and levels and reflective of their power. See, the gamer takes place in Korea. And in this world, many people have supernatural abilities. And this has been going on since the beginning of time. All these superpowered people belong to the global organization known as the Abyss. Um, the story focuses on the character of Jihan, um, the Korean high school student who uh, kind of who just really enjoys online role-playing games. And he kind of wakes up one day with powers that are like that of the video game character. And he learns magic spells. He can see other people's level. And he absorbs the knowledge of books just by like touching them. And he can work out and permanently gain proficiency and strength that never wavers. And he has a bunch of other video game related powers. After get, but after gaining his powers, he has to like he's forced to navigate the brutal world of the abyss uh, and try to survive. Uh, it's kind of a lighthearted series. Um, there's some serious moments, but the protagonist is never really truly in danger. Uh, but I can see the biggest attraction of this series is that it's an another overly powered protagonist who uses his overwhelming power to defeat a constant string of enemies. Um, but it's it. It's a comic that serves a wish to fulfillment to anyone who's ever played a video game and wants to like, you know, who's ever had a th- and who hasn't had a thought like this. Um, but yeah, the like and like in games, he kind of like the protagonist kind of grinds to order to level up his abilities. Um, a big draw of this is just seeing him discover new overpowered abilities as he, as he trains over time um, and seeing him use these abilities in combat, but also real life. Um, for example, like Gian is beyond rich in real life because because each enemy he defeats, they drop real money. Um, but I don't want to get into for too far into that one. But the gamer is usually now that one's really one of the more popular ones now. I remember just a few years ago it wasn't. It was I don't think it was one of the more highly rated ones. But now it's definitely um, one people look to as a shonen type uh, webtoon. But um, those right there, guys, are my favorites. Uh, those are my five manhwa that I expect to see to be animated in the future, um, especially Girls of the Wild. I'm not, I, to be honest, I'm a little shocked that they didn't choose this one. Um, but I have, if I had to pick one out of the five I talked about, The Gamer, Girls of the Wild, and Gosu would have to be the ones that I believe should and deserve animations in the coming future. So Crunchyroll, I know you guys don't listen to this podcast, but if you do, maybe think about doing that. Or any other animation company. If you guys anybody know anybody else who might want to produce these shows, produce uh, give anime adaptations to these manuals and these webtoons. Hey, I just gave you some examples. They're pretty nice. But it's time to wrap up, guys. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode 
of what manhwa do you want? Or what manhwa can you want? You know, sorry, I had to do the pun again. I, I like it, guys, all right? And I'm not a writing genius or anything, but I thought it was pretty funny. It's the title of the show, and that's what it's going to be. But <laughs> hope you guys enjoyed the show. Make sure you guys, if you guys are listening on Anchor, consider being a listener supporter, um, whether it's just a dollar, five dollars, or ten dollars. Um, but you can become a professional listener to the support. Um, you can become a supporter of the show. Um, it'll help greatly in improving and enhancing um, this show and able to get other guests and just making this show expand and become bigger. Um, but even if you can't do that, at least consider it. But there's other ways to support this show. When you guys listen to it, make sure you guys rate it, review it, leave a message. Whether it's on Twitter or if you listen on Anchor, you can do a voice message and I can feature you on, on the next episode. Um, but if you're, you're listening to this on another podcasting app or platform, you guys can, especially on Apple Podcasts, make sure you guys rate it. Give it five stars if you enjoyed it. Um, give me a little review. I love reading. I would read them. Uh, makes me happy because I want to do this for the, for the people, um, for the weebs out there. Um, but... Lastly, I just want to say um, for to, for Friday's episode, I will have another guest, another guest for Friday's episode. Um, I'm going to kind of keep it a little secret. We're going to be talking about a whole bunch of things. Um, but if you reach to the end, you deserve at least to get a little a little peek in onto that. We're going to be talking a lot of things. We're going to be talking some of the Crunchyroll original animes. We're going to be talking about some an- some cringy stuff. We're going to be talking about some psychological and sending type shows we even get to some etchy um and what how the genre has the genre really improved you know is it getting better um we talk about even some subbing and dubbing the elitist kind of feeling for sub um why dub is still is improving in recent years um and also we even talk about some role playing i know my boys you know my friends out there on twitter y'all some bit y'all some talented writers we talk a little about a role playing. Um, talk about some cosplaying as well. Um, all of that you'll be able to hear that um, on Friday's episode, and that's gonna be a lot of fun. But for this episode, we are done. You guys made it. We made it to the end, y'all. Um, I know this one's a little shorter, but um, but on Friday's episode will probably be a little bit longer, um, and it's gonna be a lot more fun because I love talking with the guests, and it's gonna be awesome. But for this show, for Weedcast episode six, where we talked about all manhwa, all manhwa, everything. It's been fun. C-Dub. Make sure you guys hit that salute. Stand up. Hit the salute. Because C-Dub is getting out of here. But thank you for letting me allow me in your ears. And into your homes. On this Tuesday afternoon. <laughs>